Oh, hey, it's Rick. Ciao, it's Millie. And this is part one Una. of episode 30 Trenta. of season two Duet. of Yolks Ago. This is Yonks Ago, coming into your ears. Now what are Yonks? They're kind of like years. Just a father and a daughter who want to know all about some people from Yonks Ago. Interesting people who did interesting stuff, but about whom we don't know enough. So we're gonna dig deep and find it all out. Yonky doodlers know what we're all about. Yonks Ago! More shenanigans. Yeah, maybe even double. <laughs> double the shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but in half the time, because we are still doing uh, two-part episodes. Yeah, and it's still the same day. It is, still As Wednesday. the last week and the week before that. We are doing maximum Wednesday records. Yeah. Uh, lucky yonky doodlers. <laughs> uh, I feel like Wednesday's adequate. Yeah. It's an adequate day. You know, I don't even know what the days are, like the days are anymore. Because you're still in holiday mode. Yeah. You're about to go to Queensland. Yeah, I am. You're going tomorrow. Yeah. We're spreading to all corners of the globe. Yeah, we're yeeting around. Yeah, so you're we're doing... Not, we're not the family. Man, you're doing... You're chucky-waking me before I chucky-wake you. Yeah, but no, I'm still in the country. Um, yeah, well, so you would have me believe. Oh. Chucky Wake just said he was going down the shops yeah. um, to do some, you know, get a newspaper <laughs> or something. He was not like, no, I'm didn't... leaving and I'm never coming back. No, Don't look for me. He didn't tell them. He just left. True. Um, but look, all I'm saying is it's... The most Chucky Wake you've ever done to me. Is it? Um, I'm always Chucky Wake and I love yeah. a good Chucky Wake. Yes, yeah, true. Um, but normally, uh, the shoe's on the other foot this time. Yeah. I get to drive you to the airport. Yeah. I get to send you off into the skies. Speech on. But then, while you're Chucky Waking me, yeah. I do a little sneaky Chucky Wake of my own. Yeah. You get home, where's that dad gone? I don't know. Chucky Wake. Planes are scary, but. Um, that's uh, on scary. Just get zen, baby. No, I, I, yeah. No, the plane's too scary. Go to your happy blues. No, I can't on the plane. Just be like, what what, whatever will be, will be. Yeah, I do, I do do that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know what? Nothing oh you can God. do about it. But then I'm like, it like drops a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, just, just treat it like it's a free roller coaster. Um, <laughs> like roller coasters. Oh, well, that's no good. Yeah. Um, but just ask yourself. What and it's you, not free. What would Nancy <laughs> Wake do? Free for you. Yeah, tea. <laughs> <laughs> the perks of being a, ch- a chillum. Yeah. A chill blame. Um, yeah, what would Nancy Wake do? I don't have do? to pay for the roller coaster either, though. That's true. Everything's free for you. Yeah. How's your life? No. No wonder I'm Chucky waking it. Yeah. Man. Not everything, but most things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we made to pay for a little bit of this, a little yeah. bit of that. I've just bought some pants, actually. Yeah, from Savers. And a Macapaca toy. Yeah, you got I'll go to Macapaca. You're living your In the Night Garden dreams bro, right I now. I that show. Um, but look, we're, we're rambling again. Oh, We've only got 15 yeah, odd minutes. Go? What's um, happening? So look, Nancy Wake and the gang. Um, made it to the hill. Made it to the hill. And um, they made it to the barn. Phil didn't make it. So yeah. Dunny went looking. Dunny disappeared too. Dunny We've did. lost our two Frenchmen. Yeah. But, but Trev went... Round the local hills, yeah. <laughs> rounded up a couple of mates, found, oh, found Jordan, found Sparky, yeah. and um, then Nancy, O'Leary, and the three of them yeah. headed off the hill and made it to a barn. It's okay, the only Frenchman I like is Henri. We don't need any Henri. getting in his grill. Now, this could be the time. I don't know whether I want uh, whether I want an expose right now, but I discovered something that I, that I skipped, which explains a lot. 
What? I don't know Stop if I skipping. No, tell me. Tell me. I need to. All right. Now, here it is. Yeah. Before we move on to is find out what's bad, happening. What's is he a bad boy? Well, he's, he's not the man he thought he was. Um, this was way back. I don't know how I missed it because it's uh, very relevant. And it's Whoa, important. you've just skipped the whole book. It's Where important to the story. Now, page 88, way oh, back, way back when. It was just after they got married. And what this was a very do? important little um, couple of paragraphs I skipped yeah. over. Um, and let me see if I can find it. All right, got the page. Um, so, look, um, I hope this doesn't change your affection for this story. Uh, I don't think it will. Uh, so this is just after Henri and Nancy got yeah. married. Uh, they'd been together for a little while. They'd honeymooned. Um, everything was going delightful. They were our number one happy couple. Yeah. Um, this is the little paragraphs I skipped. Um, Henri professed himself and seemed to be delighted at how well she was fitting in and embracing their common married life together. True, she sometimes had a sense that his overwhelming Frenchness also meant a less than complete commitment to marital fidelity, which means uh, she thought he's very French and I don't think he's being completely faithful to me. I see. Um, but she more or less coped with that. She was like, I get it, you're French. Yeah. The whole vibe here is, you know, don't ask too many questions. Sexy means. Yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah. So she was like... I feel like there's some Frenchy business going on. But you've got lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, I remember one time visiting a friend in Nice, yeah. uh, the town. Nancy remembers uh, that she said to her, Nan, Nancy, yeah. why didn't you call me when you were here last week? And I said, what on earth are you talking about? Oh. I wasn't here last week. And she's like, oh, I have it right here in the newspaper, in the social pages. It says right here in print. Henri Fiocha and Madame Fiocha have checked into a Nice hotel. Oh, no. And this was, a, this was printed at a time when Nancy knew that he had been there on a business trip. And this was the sort of thing that she thought, oh. you, you little rat. Yeah. Um, and just like, and she would also find photos of other girl, like um, yeah. of previous girlfriends and things like that, Bro, what a kept dog. in various places. What a dog. But she also thought, "I love him, and yeah. he loves me." It's just the way it is. Okay. So that's the little if bit she, of. If she's happy. Yeah. Then. This was okay. when they went, and she, I mean, she fully embraced married life to Henri. Yeah. Uh, but with the knowledge that he was always on a war pass. Yeah. He was always well, on. Well, I mean. Her and Garrow. Yeah, and so I think that went down. So I think that puts the whole Garrow situation. Yeah. Maybe he's not such a dirty dog fighting Henri's rhymes. Yeah. Maybe Nancy was just like time for Nancy. Yeah. I still don't like Garrow. I just don't like his vibe. She's like, I'm feeling pretty French myself. I don't like. No, that's fine. Yeah, and look, you can't go back and change the way you feel. But um, I think it's important to know. Yeah. And that makes the whole war break make more sense when she's like, I'm leaving. There is no way you're yeah. staying faithful because you didn't while I was here, exactly. buddy. But while I'm not here, I'm also, I'm on a break, baby. Exactly. Get used to it. Yeah. Good, good on Nancy. Yeah. She's out here negotiating. Yeah. She knows what she wants and she yeah. knows how to get it. And, but unfortunately, at the moment, she doesn't know how to get what she wants. She wants, no. she wants to get over them mountains. She can't get over that. No, the universe does not want her to get over those mountains. Having like, no luck. So like, don't, bro. It's like a... It's like a... But Sparky's here. Oh, uh, yeah, Jordan's here, Sparky's here. Surely there's just like a, like a bit of rain, you can like spark them away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ride the lightning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they've been staying in a the barn. They're yep. having 
you know, they've they're got no food, no real drink. Yeah. Uh, they're cold. They're huddling together. So yeah. O'Leary's like, I think I know there's a safe house around here. Let's head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're like, great plan. Yeah. Um, and then five hungry days and four wickedly cold nights later, yeah. they arrive very wobbly on their legs. Yeah. Did it get water? Um, oh, they must have been like licking puddles and stuff yeah. like that, getting real feral. Oh, they'd be dead, eh? Yeah. Um, and so it's freezing, they haven't eaten, and they arrive um, at the safe house. But not all of their problems have disappeared. No. Nancy, in particular, required urgent attention for a terrible case of scabies that she picked up. What? Scabies. That? Doesn't that not sound good? What, like, is, what is, do you know what that is? It is like a terrible skin rash. Oh, uh, no. Itchy skin rash caused by burrowing mites. Ew. Little, tiny little yeah, bugs no. get under your skin and you just are like, it's like lice for your skin. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Not just in your head, they're like burrowing under your skin. No, and it's highly contagious, like lice. Okay, so, so everyone's dead. Man, I, reckon, I reckon they've all copped a bit of it because yeah. they've all been huddling together. Oh, thanks, Nancy. So Jeez. Nancy's got scabies. Is it um, Sparky's be fine? I'll just spark them away. He's too, he's too sparky. Um, yes, yeah, so she reckons she got this from literally having to sleep in pig pens. Yeah, well, that's right, sleep, you sleep, eh? And she had to be scrubbed from head to toe in disinfectant by one of the Canadians. I reckon that's Jordan or Sparky. Jordan, so they're no, Canadians. Jordan is for sure Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to scrub you, all right? <laughs> that was terrible. I'm going to scrub you, okay? <laughs> I know it. That, the second one was better, but you were... Oh, oh come on now. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nancy. I'm going to scrub your skivvies, okay? <laughs> um, so she was standing there naked, being scrubbed by Jordan. No, it's okay. Jordan and Sparky are together, so it's fine. And she barely knew. And, um, and she said it was not nice. No. But this was no time for modesty, mate. When you get rid of skivvies... No, you got skivvies. But... All modesty rules out the window. Yeah. I, I defy anyone who's got scabies to yeah. feel any any kind of shame in that Just situation. Just get the scabies off, bro. Scrub me down. Exactly. I don't care where you are. You'd no. be in school assembly. You'd be like, like, oh. That's Jordan. That's <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> oh, oh, nice school you got here, eh? Oh, all right. Stand there, I'll hold you down, okay? Um, Sparky can't do it because he's too electric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd cop it. So shocking. I could fry them scabies. <gasps> Fried scabies, my, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this was also not time to be fashion conscious. No. Because all of their clothes were filthy. Yeah. Imagine five days trudging. No. Like two nights in a barn, five nights on the road, probably sleeping in more barns. Yeah. Um, they're raggedy. They're raggedy ass. Then, yeah. Um, and so the resistance... Um, people that they landed with trying to rustle together some clothes from all. Yeah. But they were not, uh, you know, super. They were clean yeah. and sort of presentable, but they were some shoddy hand-me-downs, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nancy's like, normally I would not wear this. But. This one time. Because yeah. of the scabies. Yeah. I will wear these clothes. Do you know who I am? She wants to say. Yeah. <laughs> Madame Fiocchi. Uh, <laughs> Fiocchi. Fiocho! <laughs> um, and so then they're ready to move again. They're clean yeah. in their not-so-stylish clothes. No. And then they realise there's nothing There's nothing for them to do now. The yeah. only thing they can do, the only plan they've got, is to head back to Francois de Sade's place in Toulouse. No, that's so far away. Back to bloody Toulouse. Was that on the way to the Pyrenees? Oh, they can't, she can't get free of Toulouse. Yeah. Um... So it's amazing uh, to Nancy. She's thinking uh, all this time, she's three months it's been since she left Henri and oh. said we're on a war break. 
He's just chilling with his business. Three months. He's been there getting business yeah. fully operational. Um, business has never been better. No. He's got no distractions. Exactly. Uh, and Still got the dog to look She's been three months trying to hit their mountains up. No. And they have been going... No, thank you. No, thanks, Nancy. Not today, my yeah. friend. She's made some friends along the way. No, I think I think the mountains ship her and Henri. So they're like, yeah. turn around, go back. Um, and so, yeah, so three months since she'd left Henri to cross the Pyrenees, and she was further away from getting there than she'd ever been. Yeah. Um, and she's thinking, I can't believe the luck I've had. Yeah. Like, something just doesn't add up. Who could be this unlucky? I don't know. She's like, I've been getting people across these mountains, no sweat. Exactly. And all of a sudden, I can't get across the mountains. Something ain't right. Something's going on. Uh, and she's like, apart from all the bad weather, I mean, you can't do anything about that. she's got a war break. Yeah. Uh, she's like, but what if, what if, yeah. what if there's a leak in the organisation? What if oh. someone we know is ratting us out yeah. every time we're like, let's get on this train, get across the mountains. And every time they get on the train, they're like, Look out, the Germans are coming to search the train. Yeah. Every single time. She's like, someone knows where I'm going and what I'm doing. I think it's O'Leary. Wait. Imagine, I, I couldn't bear he it. He was the one who saved her, so he was like, get her good side, but yeah. keep writing her out. Uh, and he's like, he like controls the whole line. Well, he's playing a very dangerous game. I that's do like O'Leary, though. Yeah, I can't believe it would be O'Leary. He no. would have just left her in jail if he wanted to get her. Unless it's Garrow. Garrow yes. from pulling the strings. Unless, oh, what's that guy's name? Plot twist, Henri. No, no, no. I mean, he's <laughs> That's his business. He is. Oh. <gasps> yeah, but no, what's that guy's name? The, the dude who, um, like, snitched on everyone. Oh, yeah. That has a cult. Cole, yeah, Dirty Cole. Is that guy? Because he did see Nancy. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's getting very suspicious. Many theories. Many theories. Um, and she's like, this is the only thing that would explain why the Germans and the, and the French police are always blocking the way every yeah. time. They try to move somewhere. Um, and so she's like, somewhere, somehow in our underground resistance movement, yeah. we got ourselves a rat. Um, so they've made it back to Toulouse now. Okay. And Nancy calls O'Leary in for a secret powwow. She's, she's like, like, O'Leary, I think there's a rat. Yeah. He's like, oh, couldn't be. Couldn't be, but we'll keep, it. We'll keep an eye out for you, Nancy. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely not me, whatever you're thinking. <laughs> I was never an answer. You could, you know, I, I, I'd die for you. I'd do I, anything for I you. I do hope it's not him. Um, and so O'Leary, meanwhile, kept up. He, um, after she voiced her concerns to him, yeah. uh, the very next day after, the, after she voiced the concerns, on the morning of the 2nd of March, 1943, he went off to a meeting at a Toulouse cafe with a new recruit to the O'Leary line by the name of Roger Leneve. Oh. Roger Lelenevi. No, like Roger Lelenevi. I don't like him. Um, Nancy's like, I've never met this Roger. I, I only knew of him that he had a that he had particularly asked to meet the woman from Versailles that he'd yeah. heard so much about. I didn't want to go. No. Because um. Because yeah, you didn't have any clothes. Because I was washing my clothes, getting yeah. ready to leave again. Yeah, really? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I know Nancy. She's like, it's damn, it's laundry day, Rog. Yeah. Can't meet. I'm not going out I'm not in the going sack. My rags. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. She's like, Rog, postpone. Yeah. T- take it a rain check. <laughs> um, so O'Leary heads off, um, heads off to meet. And so when O'Leary arrived at the cafe, Rog was waiting for him. So O'Leary sat down and says to him, Tell me quickly, do you know who's been giving us away in Paris? 
If somebody wants to know if he knows who the rat is. Wait, is that O'Leary speaking? O'Leary, yeah, Got he's it. asking Rog. Got it. And Rog is like, uh, well, yes, I do. He says with a grin, I know him very well. And then O'Leary feels the muzzle of a gun pressed into the back of his neck. Yep, yep. yep. And a voice, I didn't like Rog. And a voice behind him says, don't move. Um, so Roger's turned up back up. They've ambushed O'Leary. Roger's the rat. Um, Roger, it turns out, was better known to the Gestapo as Agent 47. Oh, 47's not a good number oh, either. Oh, oh. That's such an ugly number. It's the worst number. Yeah. Um, it's a prime number. Yeah, well. I imagine. There are a lot more other prime numbers. Yeah. Um, he was a trusted man. An informer who had been able to worm his way into the resistance. Yeah. Nancy and Francois were waiting back at the flat when shortly afterwards a message was passed to them by one of their own who'd witnessed the whole thing. Yeah. They were shocked, appalled, and trepidatious in equal measure. I'm glad it's not Virgo O'Leary though. That's all. Ah, couldn't have been Virgo. No, I, well, I didn't. I didn't really believe it, but I yeah. mean, it didn't make sense, kind of. Um, that is all the time we've got for part one of episode oh, 30. Uh, uh, that has shocked me to the core. Mate, uh, so Nancy, she got the vibe. Yeah. Something's not right. She's uh, like, use the laundry option. Tr- tries to keep O'Leary, um, you know, suspicious. Yeah. Tries to say, O'Leary, you got to watch out for yourself. And then the first person he meets up with is a bloody rat. Yeah. Rog the rat. Dog, dog out. <laughs> Uh, it is getting, uh, I feel like the net is closing in yeah. around, uh, she's losing allies. Yeah. Um, but also Jordan and Sparky. Jordan and Sparky yeah. are there, well, just scrubbing her down, and keeping Trev. her safe. Trev's such a legend. You can always count on Trev. Trev's my favourite character in this whole yeah. freaking thing. <laughs> Gotta love Trev. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now, again, back in Toulouse. Uh, and... Trying to find a way to the mountains. I think she needs to call up Henri and be like, can you get me out of the mountains? Yeah, he's, like, he's like... He's got he's lots like, of money. He's like, yeah, don't you know what my business is? Yeah. I run mountain tours. <laughs> <laughs> like, my whole job yeah. is getting people from one side of the mountain to the other. Yeah. It's what I do. Yeah. Why didn't you ask? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I didn't know what your business was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, look, maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. We'll find out yeah. in part two of this wonderful, wonderful, exciting... A nerve-wracking episode. How, how long was this one? Uh, we've been going for about 18 minutes or so. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Next, Come back next week for another episode of... Yonks Ago! So slick. I know.